the preacher's Bible. I already got a sermon and didn't know it. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, good deal. I'd, I'd done asked several people to do it. Uh, uh, Kelly and uh, Susan would, couldn't do it. They didn't have the music. Diane Harville couldn't do it. Gene couldn't do it. <laughs> I said, okay, Lord, you, you laid this song. The first thing I got, it came to my mind when the preacher asked, asked me to fill in tonight was that song. I said, well, it's for somebody. It's got to be here. So I was just going to pay the CD. So I, 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 I come in. I thought, hey, Brother Robbie might know this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. It's, it's amazing how God works, isn't it? Whoo, glory. Amen. It's not because we've got too much to lose. It's because we've got too much to gain. That's it. That's why, we, that's why we hang on to Calvary. I know I prayed and prayed and prayed for my son to get saved. Witnessed to him and everything. Finally, he got saved. He was over at the house. I believe it was Father's Day. And we was talking, and I said, well, son, I, I remember the day I knelt at Calvary and found the Lord. He said, what? I said, yeah, what you talking about? I said, son, it's, it's symbolic. I said, look, I, I, that's where I first saw the light was at Calvary. That's where God shed his blood for me. It means a lot to me. He didn't understand. I began to, began to wonder. I said, what, what, are the, what are these kids learning in church today, these new churches today? Don't know much about Calvary. Oh, man, for Christ shed his blood so that I could become a sinner. I was talking to become a sinner. I could, could, be, could know Christ as my personal Savior. I was already a sinner. That's why he shed that blood. Oh, my gracious. Oh, and Pastor John God said, what in the world am I doing up here? I'm just a plain old hill, hill, uh, mill hill boy. You know, and the, but the first, I said, Lord, when I do my Sunday school lesson, I have to look, I don't look up, I don't know how many words, because I don't know what these theologians are saying. Oh, and I can share, I said, I want to ask you a question. I said, you do? A theological question. I said, oh, my gracious, what you talking about? She, she wanted to know that when, when the flood came, where, what, you know, Noah built an ark and his family and all the animals got on there, you know. She said, what about the fish? I said, they was already at home, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's my theology. <laughs> that's as far as I can take it. <laughs> yeah. Good gracious. I know. And, you know, when was it? Wednesday night when the pastor was talking, talking about the, the camp meeting in Hillsville, how good it was and uh, how the story about Jesus feeding all the people and uh, so many baskets of fish left over. And then they're talking about Peter walking on the water with Christ, you know, saying, remember, you know, they all got scared. They said, remember what was in your basket, what God, what God can do. You know, or the way I read it, you know, he said, uh, Lord said, if we pay our tithes and everything for him, you know, he'll pour out blessings upon us that we won't be able to receive it. And he has. He has. I got to thinking about that thing, you know, and I said, wow. I got to think about all the blessings that God had given me, you know, down through the years. And good gracious, that, that, that basket's full. It, it takes a doggone crane to lift that thing. I got to think, man, it's not about what was in the basket. It's what he's trying to put in the basket today. Amen. What he's trying to put in that basket today. Oh, I know last Wednesday I went up and sit with Susanna while, I mean Joanna while, with Darren. And she took him into the hospital. And she said, Larry. I brought him in here and done died twice. Said, I looked over here and said, there laid a Bible. 
Thank God, good. <laughs> she said, all right. She picked up that Bible and started looking up sickness. I know what she was looking for. She was looking up sickness and how God could, how God could kill her husband. She was searching for it. She, she was going to the right place. And she said, Larry, there was a lady. You know, the only thing separating them people in the emergency room is a sheet hanging up there on that thing, you know. She said, there was a lady over there just a cussing. Every word come out of her mouth was cuss words. She had tried to kill herself. She was cussing the doctors and everybody out. Why are you doing this? Don't save me. If you save me, I'm going to do it again. I said, really? How old was she? She said, she must have been in her 20s. I said, oh, man, that breaks my heart. What in the world would, had that lady done gotten into? What, what had made her want to do such a thing? You know, the, de- the devil's still working today. This, 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 is his, this is his domain. He's still trying to pull, pull you away from God. I, under, I understand why she was doing it, because the devil had got a hold of her. She, hadn't, she needed Christ in her life. There was a lady. She was made in God's image. The only thing is she just needed God in her life. God loved her. Oh, man. Oh. You know, she was making a bad choice. She said, if you save me, I'm going to do it again. She was in such pain or being hurt so bad that she wanted to die and just get away from it all. But she don't know what she was praying. You know, it's appointed once and for all of us to die because of the sin of Adam and Eve. These bodies are going to die. Her life would have just begun if she would have died. And, it, and where would it would have begun at? Hades. It wouldn't have been in heaven. She, she was just asking for more trouble. And she didn't know it. Oh, that's awful. Wow. I got to thinking about all the promises of God. And, and you know, when you buy something today, you get a warranty with it, don't you? <laughs> yeah. The warranty you get on this stuff you're going to buy, it says a lifetime limited warranty. That means, that tells me that thing's going to die sooner or later. What, 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 what kind of warranty is that? That sounds like a bad warranty, doesn't it? But that's only everything that we buy. Then I got to thinking about another warranty. <laughs> Once I accepted Christ into my life at Calvary, he, he gave me a warranty. And it was not of this world. <laughs> it didn't have no limits to it. <laughs> it's an eternal warranty. Eternal, it's going to last forever. It ain't going to die on you in no time. You don't have to buy an extended warranty on it. It's signed in red, in blood. Oh, gracious. Oh, we got a job cut out. A limited lifetime warranty. That's what the devil gives you when you're serving him. A limited lifetime warranty. Hey, man, you follow me, I'm going to give you everything in this world. You can have anything you want. You work for it all. But when you get out there, and when I was in sin, didn't know Christ, I thought I was having fun. I was. He's going to offer you all the fun that you can have in this world. But is he going, is he going to take care of you? You, me- you remember the story of the prodigal son, you know? He was safe there with his dad and everything. The dad done promised that, that him and his brother would have what he, what he had whenever he passed away. And that's just the way God does us. We've we got an eternal heaven waiting on us, eternal life. But the prodigal son said, I want, I want to have fun now. Give me what's mine. And what did he do? He went out. He had fun, as long as that money lasted. He had friends. What happened when his, friend, when his friends and his money run out? What about that warranty that God told him about? Is he still having fun? If I remember correctly, he's walling over there in a pig pen with the pigs. I don't want no warranty like that. I want that eternal warranty. I do. Oh, he will. He, 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 he gives you a warranty. He, he promises you all that fun. But why, when I, 
he put a joy in here. <laughs> There's not that no man on this earth could understand if he didn't know Christ. He put that joy in my I got that eternal warranty. Oh, it don't last just for a little while. It's going to last forever. <laughs> and God promised that he would always protect me while I was in this old world. He's going to see me through. He's my comforter. He's my healer. He's my strength in times of trouble. And he's my soon coming king. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> what, what, does the, what does the devil promise you? Oh, man. You have that fun for a little while. He promises you no protection that God offers you. He'll leave you alone. Whatever happens just happens. But God will never leave you alone. In my life when I felt like God was not near. But those were the times that he was carrying me. And when I look back on it, he's, uh, he's always been there for me. And always will be. Oh, man. God promises that he'll always be with you. He'll carry you. And the miracles that, that God has done on this earth. Wow. There's going to be times when you feel like you're alone. Gracious. I remember when Elijah was on Carmel, you know, and the story about the people of Baal, out of the Baal, where, where God burnt them things up. I, I, Elijah built his altar, and God sent, sent fire down, licked up the water and everything in it and everything. Whoa, what a victory. Can you imagine that? And then he got some news. The queen's coming to kill you, buddy. What did he do? He ran. <laughs> he felt like he was alone. He, I'm, Lord, I'm the only one left hiding there in that cave. He said, I know you're not. God showed him all the others and everything. If Elijah could feel alone after all of that that he did for him through that, there's times in our lives when we're going to feel alone. But we've got to remember that God will never leave you. He'll forsake you. He's working behind the scenes when I can't see him, when he's doing things that I don't know about. Oh, gracious. All I got to do is stand true to him. Just like, uh, what's those four guys' names? It's doing the first, Abshak, Meshach, and Abednego. And what's their name? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Was it three, four, three? Oh, can you imagine? They stood up for Christ. They're fixing to get thrown into this fiery furnace. And they heated it up so bad that the fellows would go throw them in there. They died. He said, well, you know, we ain't going to bow down to no kings. We're going to serve God. Uh, he throws us in there no matter what. We're going to serve him. Man, how hot that felt. I, I was in the National Guard. Armor. I was standing on the back of a tank one day. Somebody cranked that thing up and it backfired. Poof. They let you have a mustache, but mine was all curled up. My eyelashes sticking out here and everything. I said, oh, man. If that does that, think about them poor fellas that were thrown in that furnace. There. They was in there. And they, someone looked in there. And, they, they, and then there was four people in there they saw. The Lord himself was in there walking around in there with them. Oh, man. Just a little poof, and I turned into a curly thing, you know. But God, the Lord is in there with them. You know, he said, whoa. I said, that's the day God created air conditioning. Did you know it? Here <laughs> there, they'd come out there cool as a cucumber. They didn't smell like smoke. Wasn't the hair on their head burning or nothing. Woo, what God can do. Ah, woo, he created air conditioning that day. Oh, this world ain't got nothing on God. We behind when it comes to God. <laughs> Yeah, old Peter was in that cell, you know, locked up, and everybody praying for him. The angel come in there and said, get up, put your clothes on. He wasn't going to dress you. You got to do something yourself. She said, put your clothes on and follow me. Boy, they, you know, automatic doors. He just walked up that thing, that door just opened wide open. <laughs> he just walked right out there with that angel. Oh, automatic doors. We, we're behind, aren't we? Oh, gosh, we don't, know, we, don't, we don't know anything that God can do. We don't have any idea. Oh, 
Wow, what an awesome God. Oh, I'm like the pastor now. I lost my train of thought here. I'm getting excited. <laughs> but you know about the song that was singing, I've come too far to look back. She left it all at Calvary. And that's where the blood was shed. And that's where I run whenever things go wrong in my life. Thank God for Calvary. I can run back there and, and, and be right there with Christ where he first touched my life. He'll give me the answers to everything that I need to know. Oh, man. I heard, you know, God, if you read your Bible, there's not a whole lot in there. We, we, we know what to expect, you know, in, in, from eternity, you know. What do we know about eternity? There's not a whole lot of stuff in that Bible about eternity. It does tell us that God has prepared a place for us. He said, I'm going to leave you, but I'm going to go prepare a place for it. If I go to a place for it, I'm going to come back and, and take you with me again so you can be where I'm at. That's what heaven has to offer. One thing about those limited lifetime warranties, what did the devil offer you? He, he's got a place prepared for you, all right. It's called Hades. It's a lake of fire. You're going to be tormented. The rest of your life, oh, when we get to heaven, praise God, we're going to get rid of these old bodies. There ain't going to be no more cancer, people. There ain't going to be no more diabetes. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, what did the old devil prompt you? Just old lake of fire. No presence of God whatsoever. Oh, where do you want to go? Mm, what kind of warranty do you want for your life? You want the world or you want Christ? Oh, it's going to be a wonderful experience that we're not going to be able We're going to have to have a glorified body to experience it all. Man, I get happy down here now, and I can run, and I can praise God everything. But when I get to heaven, look out. Look out. <laughs> but all old devil off is an unseen world with death, punishment, pain. <sighs> and I, Sheila brought me a thing back from Vicky's funeral. Said uh, Violet M sang a song. One of my favorites. What a day that'll be. <laughs> Where we get to heaven. I know there's going to be no more crying there. Amen. There's going to be no more pain. Oh, we're going to be in God's presence all the time. A new experience. A new experience. <laughs> Got to have a glorified body to, under, to be able to withstand all of that. No more tears. No more pain. No more death. Oh, but that's all. That, that, that's just about all that the Bible tells us about what eternity is going to be like. What the Bible tells us most. It's what the world needs to convince people to accept Christ. What they need is to accept Christ into their hearts and life so they can experience life instead of death. That's something hard to do, isn't it? I tried and tried and tried to get my son to get saved. I just, I just about give up. But God came through. He saved him. Oh, we need to pray for him. So we've got a lot to do to spread God's, God's word into this old world. We feel like Elijah and... Uh, to others, you know, we feel like we're, we're, we're a dying breed, but we're not. Maybe in America, but I wonder what's going on in those foreign countries where God is moving. God is still moving there. He's still moving. Where we sent missionaries now, they need to send missionaries back to us. Oh, see, they see in the work of God. They feel in that faith. They, they live in that thing. They, they love in one another. That's where I fell, too. You come up here and you pop me upside the head, you know, the Lord said, turn the other cheek. <laughs> Just remember, I got but two. But that's, that's not the way the Lord thinks, is it? What did he think when they slapped him on the face? Oh, man, if you only knew where I'm headed, what I'm doing for you, I, I love you. We've got to love our enemies. He tells us to love our enemies, doesn't he? Oh, we've got a lot to do. 
Got a lot of work to do for God. He's coming back soon. It's not because I'm old either. <laughs> I really believe he's coming back soon. Time is running short. Oh, pray, dear God, that you'll use me. God says for us to tithe. You know, there's three T's, aren't there, Brother Roddy? Tithe, time, talent, not just money. We've got to step up and be what God would have us to be. And I surely hope you got something out of this tonight because it, it sure helps this old, old, old Mill Hill boy. And that's the only reason I'm up here tonight is because of the love of God, what he's done for me, and the love for my pastor. He said, help. I said, okay. Oh, so let's, let's just try to get in tune with God. Stay in tune with him. Because if we stay in tune with him, he's going to give us strength and perseverance so that when things do happen, we can steal. The devil can't steal your joy. He's going to be right there with you. He's going to help fight. He's going to fight for you. I don't have to fight those battles. Oh, when he comes around, you know, just get behind me, Satan. I'm a child of the king. I know where to go. Whenever you come around, I go to Calvary. Was it the Fifers that sing that song, that uh, power in the blood? No, I, I have a source. I have a source of strength when life is pressing me. Who was it? I claim the blood. Yeah, that's what we've got to do, aren't you? Claim those bloodstains. There's still power in the blood. We don't talk enough about it these days. It's there. A lot, a lot of the theologians think that when Christ died, he shed that blood for your sins. That's it. But I beg to differ. I don't believe it like that. I believe that when God, when he shed that blood, he, sh he shed that blood not just for my sins, but for my sickness and my pain, just like they sing about. And when I need healing, I claim those precious blood stains. I do. So, so when we, we feel weak and that God's not around, we need help, claim those precious blood stains. Because they were made there for me, is the way the song went. They were made there for me. And you, we can came, claim the blood and put slew food on the run. I'm excited about going to heaven, even though I didn't say much about it. <laughs> I'm done. You want to pray or anything? That's I'm through. <laughs>